And if they jump on it now, it's free and it will always be free. Welcome back to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. My name is Landon. We have two sponsors today. Our first sponsor is Medi's Mediterranean Grill. Medi's is one of my favorite restaurants in town. There aren't many places you can find this level of quality food this quickly. Go check out Medi's today and try their hummus. Our second sponsor is Il Primo Espresso Cafe. Il Primo is the oldest coffee shop in Wichita and one of the best. Stop by today to get your caffeine fix or get some breakfast food. Today's guest is Stephen Warner. Stephen is the founder and CEO of Lawn Buddy. We first interviewed Stephen on episode 15 of the podcast back in May of 2019. The link for that episode is in the show notes. On this episode, we talk about updates on Lawn Buddy, how they have been handling the pandemic, as well as their new product they are rolling out, Bliss. That's Bliss with a Y. If you're interested, check out their website at getbliss.com and listen to this episode to hear the special offer for all of our listeners. Enjoy this episode with Stephen Werner. All right, I'm here with Stephen Werner. Um, if you guys haven't listened to our first episode, we recorded an episode back in May of 2019, actually. So it's been quite a while. So coming up on a year and a half, um, I think last time we talked, you were in all 50 states, and I think it was around like 5,000 users or so. So could you just give us a kind of an update of where Lawn Buddy's at and how things have been going? Yeah, and thank you for having me back on. It's always a pleasure to talk with you and, and get Absolutely. to know some of your listeners. Uh, to give you an update of where Lombardy is at today, we're across North America now, so we do have some users that are um, in Canada as well. Nice. Um, and we are approaching, um, we're over 13,000 um, businesses that are on the, the platform now. Wow. Um, obviously, um, a lot of steam had been uh, kind of built up as we were getting ready to go into this year. And then coronavirus happened, which is, uh, um, no one could predict that or prevent that, but uh uh, it did take a toll on the industry, but luckily we've been fortunate and blessed enough that uh, um, we've still seen a lot of growth. We're we're up 215% um, again this year Wow! Uh, with uh, people using the platform as well as with total payments processed, um, which is uh, always a good indicator that we're moving in the right direction. Um, but obviously um, a lot of folks have been, um, a lot of business owners um, specifically have been affected by this. And what we're trying to do is just be the most helpful resource and technology partner that um, we possibly can be, um, mm-hmm. make them be able to achieve their goals as well. And then adapt to um, remote work life as yeah. well. So our team, we've got a core group of folks um, that are down in our downtown office in Wichita yep. um, off Water Street. But uh, then a lot of us um, are remote as well. So, or hybrid. So like for myself, obviously. Sure. Um, in my basement today, um, but uh, normally in the mornings, uh, I'll work from home, get right. the, kid, the kiddo taken care of, and then head downtown to the, the office down there. Okay. Um, and uh, really just trying to provide as much value as we possibly can. We've hired more engineers than we ever have in the company's history um, during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, really kind of um, hedge our bets there to say, we're going we're gonna to hire people instead of the opposite Right. Uh, when it comes to developer talent. And really increase the core product uh, and then translate that over into uh, an additional product that Lombardy's getting ready to launch. Um, awesome. The, so. Sure. And we'll get into that new product in a minute. Um, I guess, how, what does a team look like? How many people and those new engineers, are they Wichita based or did you hire them externally from Wichita? What did that look like? 
Yeah, so uh, right now here in Wichita, we have seven staff members um, that are here. Um, primarily, all of those are engineers. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a, a good grip of the folks that we have local. We do have one engineer that's up in Canada mm -hmm. um, that works with us on a contractor basis. And then we have a, a, a team of contractors as well, everything from our legal team to um, uh, Huss, who is our developer up in Canada, okay. uh, and everyone that just kind of supports the cast to make sure that Lombody keeps pushing forward. So all in all, there's about 12 of us. Sure. Um, so. Wow. And you mentioned 215% or however many percent you said increase. Is that, I know it's hard to uh, expect what was going to happen this year, but is that kind of on target to what you expected coming in this year? Did you expect it to grow even more than that? Yeah, so we actually uh, anticipated a, a lot more growth okay. than that. Um, and uh, we had a lot more resources that were being ready to um, be committed to um, that as well. But with the uncertainty in the market and everything, we've, we've kind of pulled back a little bit. I mean, we're still very fortunate and very um, happy that uh, we've seen that growth, especially during a pandemic. Right. Uh, but definitely got to factor in the, 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 the COVID factor right. uh, into what's happening this year. So besides uh, kind of hiring more engineers and, um, working from home, have you had to pivot for like the core product? Has there had to be any additional pivots besides kind of, we'll talk about the new product, but, um, what other pivots have there been or if any? Yeah. So this year, uh, and in the last year really, um, actually even go even further than that. Um, what we really focus on is to make sure that our innovation is being driven by interaction with our clients mm -hmm. uh, and our business owners that are on the platform. And so one of the things that this um, afforded us the ability to do is to really focus on their needs and how we can better um, meet those needs with uh, technology solutions. So mm -hmm. one of the things that came up is that they were having to lay off a lot more of their admin roles because they simply didn't have um, the, the money to or the, sure. the capital to keep them. Um, and so what we did is we created a, a set of tools inside of Lombody to where they could better track equipment, better track their employees, and kind of be that virtual um, admin or manager um, that they can pull it up on their phone or on their desktop. So yeah, one of the things that we really wanted to do is make sure that everything that they can do on the desktop, they can now get access to on their um, business owner app in the field. Okay. Because the likelihood that they're back on the equipment mowing is very high. A right. good proportion of our um, users are all owner operators, but some of those larger ones are even switching back to they're on the equipment now because help is hard to find right uh, especially when you can get paid so much on unemployment it kind of right yeah for sure um, and so then it, they're just back on the equipment um turning and burning and so we're just turning all those tools into more user-friendly um aspects for them to do um pass a lot of things off like their um sales tax so like little things little quick right. things where they don't have to make those calculations or put it on their invoices sure. and then revamp the invoice tool completely to where that's nice. more customizable to their company their logo their watermark their colors all that fun stuff yeah um, to where they can just um give that uh service to the customers to where they can get bills paid faster which puts money back in their account which then they can keep employees hired buy new equipment and continue to grow yeah, absolutely. And I think it's definitely the small things. And like you said, focusing on what the customer wants, right? I mean, the, the old saying, the customer is always right. Like if you're not listening to them, you might be going a completely different direction than they actually need. Yep. hundred percent. And um, we've definitely learned that mistake. Um, and so the interaction with customers have been huge. And then going into the development team as well, we switched code bases last year to where we could, um, build our product a lot faster mm -hmm. and our engineers have absolutely killed it this year. 
Um, we were worried going into this that, you know, we're going to lose productivity, right. how we're going to make sure everything stays up and everything's um, kind of moving in the same direction. And we were absolutely wrong. So yeah. developers being able to work from home has increased productivity um, and performance. And it, quite frankly, it's what a lot of folks want to do. Um, right. They want to work from home. So I think we're going to see a big change in the landscape as far as employment goes as a whole. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Luckily, we figured out a lot of those those um, issues and how to overcome them with some technology solutions, and then also make sure that feedback, constant feedback loop between the sales team, developers, and putting everything into production is there um, to where we're creating a, a quality product and not just throwing out features, because um, a right. long feature list will just kill your value. Because then you're you're the restaurant with like a twenty four page menu. Takes two, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. And I I do agree. I think the work landscape as a whole is kind of shifting. Um, I know Cargill, I think some people are back in the office in Wichita, but like, I mean, one of the bigger companies in town and a lot of them aren't going to even come back to the office this year. Um, I work at Coke. And so, I mean, as your wife knows, um, I think some of the Coke companies are a little more liberal on that kind of stuff. Like I know a lot of the IT people kind of had that capability to work from home before that. Um, But like with my group, that would have never happened in any kind of a extended or long group or long-term basis. But now, I mean, we work from home for three, four months. And I think that kind of triggers them like, oh, this might be able to, I don't know, be a sustainable solution to some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And when you factor into, I mean, there's so many things that um, can be a benefit from this. I mean, obviously you have some detractors as far as like social interaction, Mm -hmm. really being able to collaborate. And especially for some of those hands-on things that you just have to get in the field to, to, you can't really replace that. Um, but for the, the modern day, um, uh, workers, so to speak, when you factor in your overhead in the office, I mean, mm-hmm. Coke, someone's got to pay the power, right. right? Then how much are you paying for your real estate, um, cafeteria food or food, food expense that all factors into it. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that we found is that people are eating their lunch during work more. They, they just want to do that because they can get done sooner and have more quality time with right. their family. And so they're ahead of the curve. They're getting the products done. It's all quality work and they get to spend more time with their family to where we'll, we won't ever make them come back to the office if they don't want to. So right. we make that decision to where we'll provide an office for those who, who want to have it, but we're not going to expand our footprint. We'll offer remote working um, options for those um, employees as well. That's great. Has the uh, non-travel or COVID, I don't know how much you traveled before, but for like conferences or um I don't know, investor meeting, anything like that. Has that thrown, a, I mean, obviously thrown a wrench in things, but how has the communication been via Skype or Zoom or whatever that looks like? Yeah, unfortunately, that's one of the things that is suffering um, as a whole. Uh, I think for a lot of entrepreneurs or a lot of business owners who um, need to travel to communicate with their customers, mm-hmm. um, that aspect is lost. So we have a big show called the Green Industry Expo that's in Louisville, Kentucky, that's supposed to be happening in a couple of weeks that was mm-hmm. canceled which is kind of like the Super Bowl of our industry. Sure. There's thousands and thousands of um, business owners that we can provide a solution to will no longer be there. But in every challenge, there's an opportunity. Right. Uh, and I firmly believe that. Um, diamonds are made with heat and pressure and we've got the heat and we've got the pressure. And so now we just got to go to work to make sure we have something that no one else can make. Yeah. Uh, and so we're being able to reach them virtually now through different um, tactics. So th- kind of throwing the 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 new new way of thinking of well just use ads like facebook ads everything else like that 
that's getting so diluted because everyone's doing it. So what right. we're doing is we're kind of throwing that not away, but to the wayside and really focusing on how can we have a more personal interaction with our customers or with our investors through this medium. Right. Um, and it, it's challenging, but there's ways that you can get um, over it. One thing that we found to be super effective is handwritten letters, right? Yeah. So you're a, a business owner and you interact with one of our um, customer service or account managers, they'll send you a handwritten letter just to say, Hey, thank you. Yeah. It means a lot that you're partnering with us, all that fun stuff. So yeah, the, I should also say one of the, the benefits of working from home is that if you have kids and dogs, um, they're that <laughs> constant background noise. So if you hear snoring, it's not me. It's my 230 <laughs> pound English Mastiff who decided to set up shop um, next to me. So Love it. then you just throw the hats, you throw hats and stuff. <laughs> Oh, but, uh, my dog just ran upstairs. So I know the feeling. Um, but uh, one of the things also with investments in, in, in particular um, is that's going to be increasingly more difficult, right? So that's a very in-person, they're betting on you more than they're right. betting on the company type of a thing. And it's very hard to, to engage, especially people who aren't comfortable in front of a camera yeah. uh, are really going to struggle because then you, you're going to lose their attention. Because what you don't see is that you have this camera here, but you also have two screens here. And so the fact of the matter is they're not going to be paying attention to you completely, right? right. There's always going to be something going on on those two screens behind them. And so you have to be able to capture it immediately, which is going to be challenging. Yeah. And then you look at the economy as a whole, um, angel investors, um, pre-seed investors, stuff like that. Um, they're just going to be more cautious on how they spend their money because of uncertainty in the market. Right. Uh, and so that's just going to take time to resolve. We're in a good spot to where we're fortunate enough that we have um, the uh, kind of the, the coffers and the support to continue sure. operations. Um, but man, do I feel for some of the folks that are just starting out or some yeah. of the brick and mortar stores. So um, any way that I can help the, the listeners that are in that boat, um, any, any knowledge there, or, or quite frankly, just if you want to vent, then, um, your listeners are always really good at following up, which is something I really appreciate. Good. I'm glad. So I mean that if anyone wants to talk, let me know. I'm, I'm always available. And I'll include your email and everything so people can contact you. Um, I guess one more question before we move on to the new product. Do you think you'll be able to capture, I mean, who knows what the landscape looks like with COVID or a vaccine or 2021, but capture some more of that growth that maybe you missed out now? Or what do you think that looks like moving forward? Yeah, so I think um, we're going to be able to capture some of it. Um, we probably won't capture all of it um, mm -hmm. this year, um, but that just means retooling your game plan for next year. Right. Um, I think a lot of times it's really easy to, to say, you know what, we missed it, we're done, we're out, stuff like that. Um, but there's always a, a hill to climb, right? And so right. we know that there's this obstacle that's in our way now. We know that advertising during traditional mediums, whether that Google AdWords, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, anything like that are going to be super saturated. And so we'll focus on quantity, I'm sorry, quality over quantity now, mm -hmm. but then focus on taking that same message and expanding it for the viewers that are there for um, next year or, sure. or people that are engaging with the virtual content. Cause I think that's just going to be a part of um, the way that we continue to live our lives. It was already, we were already super connected to our, our devices. Right. right. And I think now it's just going to continue that way. Um, for better or for worse. I personally don't like it, but I think that's just what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, I mean, there's a reason why the S&P 500 is driven by five companies, right? And yeah, they don't absolutely. want you to get off of this. They don't want the pandemic to, to, to be resolved anytime soon because you're consuming more of their content. So I just think that's going to be a, a byproduct of the remainder of this year. So. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. 
All right. So um, kind of get to the point. Um, you reached out to me and said you guys have a new product. So what are we, what are we talking about? Yeah. So one of the really neat things that we found when we developed Lawn Buddy, uh, and I think we may have even talked about this, was the, the demand for the product in other industries. Yeah. Um, and so from day one, we had people in the, the pool industry, people that were owning roofing companies, people who were doing handyman construction, stuff like that, yeah. that wanted the product. They just didn't want it to say Lawn Buddy on the invoice um, when it was sent to them. They didn't want to say Lawn Buddy on the app because it was just confusing and they just yeah. frankly couldn't use it. Um, and so what we did was we actually started this uh, almost a year and a half ago. We started down the path of white labeling a product for ourselves that was called Bliss. Okay. That was service industry agnostic to where a handyman could use it, a painter could use it, a roofer could use it, run their business, accept payments, um, and really just grow. Because yeah. what we see is that there's not a lot of support for the small businesses, right? So for the, the, the small companies, the mom and pop shops, um, people really with under five trucks on the road, it's really hard to um, provide them a quality service in a, the form of a software without them paying out hundreds of if not thousands of dollars a month. Right. Um, and so we're not everything. We're not like the, the one, one shoe fits all type of thing. We're still very um, focused on a few markets, especially in the beginning. So we can provide tremendous value to them. Mm -hmm. So it's not, so it's a win-win. Um, and so we're primarily focusing on trades industries such as handymen, painters, roofers, window cleaners, stuff sure. of that nature yeah. where they can use that same platform have it named bliss to where their customers don't see anything but a power by bliss on the bottom. Mm -hmm. And then we actually completely got rid of the app, the customer facing app. Okay. Yeah. So there's no more on demand lead generation with bliss whatsoever, because what we found is in the trades industry, it's the exact opposite is most of the time they're so overwhelmed. They can't keep their clients as far as retention because yeah. they're so overwhelmed with work that they never follow up with them. Gotcha. And then they just don't answer their phones. Right. Um, and so we decided to provide them a platform that helps with that. And then instead of having an app, we created a, um, a pseudo app, so to speak, to where if a, you send a customer an invoice, they get a text message as well as an email. They click on it. It's interactive. They can securely pay and check out from your company. Mm -hmm. um, and then that funding is then deposited into your account. So um, it, it really makes it to where they can just be more effective business owners. Um, and communicate with their, their clients a lot better. Sure. So we started in Wichita, we did a beta test. Um, and so we have everyone from large construction companies, handymen, painters, mm -hmm. uh, attorneys, CPAs, stuff like that. So basically nice. anyone who needs to send an invoice and get paid for their services, mm -hmm. the platform can fit. Now, attorneys and CPAs aren't going to need to do virtual um, estimates. So they don't need to go and, and find out how much square footage is on this piece of property. Right. Um, but they can just ignore those tools um, yeah. and really focus on the features that drive value. So Okay, interesting. And was this driven, so a year and a half ago, was that driven by what you saw or was that people in those other kind of trades, painting, construction, did they come to you with that idea or is that something you just maybe saw a need for? They came to me with that idea. Okay. So they, they really saw that uh, um, what Lombardy was and could be and that's yeah. what they really started driving forward was they went, hey, this is exactly what we want. How can we get this for our businesses? Okay. Um, that's what we were able to provide. Awesome. And so does that fall under kind of the, I guess, umbrella of Lawn Buddy? So do you have like specific engineers that just do that? Or does everybody kind of work on everything? 
Um, so everyone kind of works on everything. One of the things that we did um, when we shifted to that new code base was mm -hmm. making it to where we could develop for Lombody and then we could also take that same um, code and then use it for, for Bliss as well. And basically turn on and turn off features that work for Lombody but don't yeah. work for Bliss. Um, so we're all building one core product that provides mutual benefit to both platforms. That's awesome, yeah. But we can be exclusive to Bliss if we wanted to or exclusive to Lombody if we wanted to. Sure. Um, but what we have in with Lombody is that we have downtime in the industry, right? So we're right. approaching that now to where fall is going to set in. We're going to start seeing transactions go down and then businesses just go dark. Um, and so what we're going to do is, or what we have done, is we divert our resources, we divert our, as far as talent, mm -hmm. um, working on Bliss and supporting Bliss and getting it up and running, which is why we're starting to do that push now and slowly release um, this information to the public, letting them know, hey, this is available. If you have a service-based business, if you need something to help you run it, um, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the things that I really wanted to do, especially for you and your listeners, yeah. is if they, if anything that I said sounds interesting whatsoever, um, because we're we're just getting now getting ready to launch it, mm -hmm. um, I will not charge any monthly fee whatsoever. So it will be 100% free, no monthly cost for anyone that's coming from um, your podcast. And then it's 2.9% plus 30 cents, which is wow. payment rates. Sure. Um, so that way we can just help business owners. We can help people who, um, for lack of a better word, are in the grind trying to figure out how they can make a dollar um, and not want to worry about how much their software is going to cost. But I'll tell you, you need to lean on uh, technology now because if you don't, it's going to pass you by because sure. a lot of those things that I've already said, everyone's moving towards a more digital driven solution to interact with end users. Right, I mean, Coach right. even doing it right? right to where if you know the changing habits are, nobody wants to talk to me. They want to hide inside, but I still need to provide them a service and I still need to get paid for what I'm doing. And I need to follow up with them in a medium that they're going to interact with. Mm -hmm. Then I don't care if you use our software, use some type of software. Right. Because that's going to help you better manage it without you having to hire a team to do it. Absolutely. So, uh, and I think the people who are the early adopters in that are going to be the service businesses that survive and thrive because of one interesting fact um, in the service industry as a whole. So as we see the generational wealth transfer happening in America, one of the things that you'll see is that these business owners that are in the service-based business have no transition plan and they're approaching beyond retirement age. Sure. So what we're seeing is that those businesses that are more established, more successful, are slowly dying because gotcha. nobody wants to step in to take over. And the small guys who would typically have the capital to buy them out or have access to it, aren't gonna do it. They're gonna grow internally and kind of bootstrap it right. to beat their competition. And the ones that are gonna blow everyone away are the ones that are gonna be able to reduce their overhead by leaning on technology, provide quality, uh, if not superior services, um, and really just improve that customer interaction, that customer experience. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. That sounds really cool. So you said you're about to launch it. When does it actually officially go live or what does that look like? So it's actually live. So okay. it's launched. It's, it's ready to go. Um, you can go to getbliss.com yep. um, to sign up. And like I said, um, when they go there, there's no monthly fee. They can just register and you'll be good to go. Perfect. Um, and uh, then we'll really start putting some marketing behind it, really start tweaking with the pricing package mm -hmm. um, towards the, the middle of next month. Um, but wanted to, to get it out here local, especially through um, your medium to let listeners know that it is there, it's available, 
And if they jump on it now, it's free and it will always be free. Perfect. I will definitely be promoting that um, via the, obviously this podcast and kind of promote it on the social media stuff. So um, that's awesome. I'm really glad you guys, Lawn Buddy, is here in Wichita. I think it's really cool that um, we have such a success story and that you're willing to help, I mean, the small guys. So um, how can people contact you if they have questions? Yeah. So you can contact me at steven at lawnbuddy.com. That's S-T-E-V-E-N at lawnbuddy.com. Or you can call our office line at 316 316- Two four seven two one eight four, and it'll either you can be routed to me, or you can reach me directly, or you can find me on social media. Um, so just look for Stephen Werner, and I'll I'll pop up sooner or later. So perfect. Um, but one of the things I wanted to say before we get off too, yeah, is please, yeah. um, important it is what you are doing, um, and how you're connecting with your audience, and how you're continuing to grow. Every time I I, I see your progress, I hear your progress, I'm truly blown away. Um, you've done amazing things, my friend. Um, just happy to see your growth along the way and uh, providing quality content to, to folks in our area. So super proud that you're here because um, you're busy. I mean, you've got a, you've got a full-time job, you're a, you're a, a dad and, uh, and you're doing this. So thank you for, for everything you do. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, makes you feel good. Thank you. Yep. Um, so I will, yeah, I'll be promoting all this stuff. Um, thanks again for coming on and hopefully um, maybe sooner than a year and a half, we can tie off again and see how bliss is going. Yep. And then uh, for your, your listeners that are watching, if you count how many things I threw at my dog when he was snoring, if you're right, I'll send you a Lawn Buddy t-shirt. So. Perfect. Alrighty. That sounds like a good one. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, have a good day. All right. You too. Thanks, sir. Thank Bye. Thank you again to everyone that listened to this episode of the Richard Live Podcast. If you enjoyed, please rate and review our podcast on whatever app you use. If you have any recommendations, please reach out at wichitaliveict at gmail.com. Thanks again.